This episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by the brand new Rogue Status album entitled Rogue Status. Original name, guys. You can find that on Spotify, Apple Music, um, and uh, I guess everywhere else. Everywhere that digital music is distributed, you can find the brand new album by Rogue Status entitled Rogue Status. This is their second album as a group. There's going to be a huge uh, album record release party that's going to be going on in Paso Robles, California on June 2nd. So if you are in California or anywhere in the world, get your tickets, come to that, um, and just go and support them. Support some dope music. It's uh, Awesome Ty's group, who you will hear on this episode. It's myself and Awesome Ty getting down. Um, it's also Roach Clip, who you may have heard on a couple episodes. He's elusive when it comes to podcasts. Then we got Famous Deuce who you heard recently on Controversial Questions with Famous Deuce. If you didn't listen to that episode, I suggest that you go listen to it. It actually got pretty real. Uh, Then we got Sachi, who also has been on an episode recently. Go check him out. The only one we haven't gotten is DJ Raura. So we're going to get Raul on here one day. And until then, you can just learn about the rest of the guys in the group. And, you know, Raul, he's the elusive one. I don't even think I've called him Raul until this point. It's always DJ Rara. I'm actually going to cut all those times out that I said his real name and just say DJ Rara. So go and get the new Rogue Status album, Rogue Status, stream it, download it, buy it, play it, tell your friends, do what you got to do, let them know that I sent you to do it. So if you like it, hit them up on, you know, anywhere, social media, whichever place, and be like, hey, just heard your new album. Uh, Mikey told me to listen to it on the Natural Habitat podcast, and I'm glad he did. So that way, I can, you know, get brownie points for it and be like, told you I did that ad for you guys. Now give me money. Give me money! I don't drink soda. But I do, but I do, do, do. It's like some horrible noise in the background of that video. They're like, all right, we're going to pull this from the Netflix special, but we're going to add a bunch of fuzz in the background so that way the copywritten rights don't catch us. That's how they do it. That's how it goes, right? Uh, Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining us. My name is Mikey Booyah. Uh, I go by Fetty Ruxpin these days. (laughs) Fetty Fetty Ruxpin. That's right. You do. Yeah. Uh, when, When did this name change happen? This was actually recently, probably within the last month, right? Um, I think it's been more like two now, two months, two maybe. Months? I, I just spontaneously uh, thought to myself, there's got to be a rapper with the name Fetty Ruxpin already. Uh-huh. So I did a Google search. It was more of an, it was more of like a... I, I hopped on the Bing. Wait, which I, was it? I asked Jeeves. So you did all of them, just I, to make sure yeah, exactly. you covered all your bases. Very thorough. Yahoo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was there another one? 
Uh, I couldn't tell you another one. But anyways, yeah, I, I came to the conclusion that there was not a Fetty Ruxpin of any of any capacity at all. The only Fetty Ruxpin I could find through my search engine usage was um, uh, it was a drink. It was like a like a drink on some restaurant's drink menu that a, they had. A Fetty Ruxpin. Yeah, and it was just you know some some random restaurant. So there's no person going by the alias Fetty Ruxpin. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, so not I, not I, anymore. Yeah, I, I snatched up the the handles mm-hmm. on social media, and there you have it. And that's a good call because you could flip that shit. You can sell it in the future. You yeah, know? if someone like be, you know tries to steal your name as as has happened before, and tries to you know masquerade as the Fetty Ruxpin. Yeah, well, out there. I'll have you know with my previous name, Awesome Ty, somebody did steal that, and I was not contacted. Um, no gratuities or royalties or any sort of monetary compensation was offered to me for that. They just went ahead and took it mm-hmm. and masqueraded around under the... Much like much like uh, on the, the other show that we do, Awesome Ty is running for mayor. There's a, a character by the name of Steve Martin, but mm-hmm. it's not that Steve Martin. Not that so, Steve Martin. So now, uh, you know, maybe it's karma paying me back for exposing that guy, but now, now that there's an Awesome Ty running around... But it's not that awesome tie. Mm-mm. Yet again. It's it's just, I mean, I guess that's life for you. Yeah, very true. So hopefully we don't have a not that Fetty Ruxpin situation. Yeah, or not, not that Mikey Booyah. You, well, you never know, right? I know that uh, my my name used to be Crazy K, my rap name. And, oh, I uh, bet there's there's a good amount of those. Yeah, there's a whole lot of those. And then there was a, there was a wrestler out there named Crazy Carney with the same spelling and everything. That was out there just, you know, uh, dominating the underground wrestling scene. I'll have you know that there is a Thai awesome, yes, uh, independent wrestler who popped up a couple of years ago. Um, you know, I almost I almost was offended by that. Um, but, yeah. yeah he's, kinda... uh, he's a little skinny white guy. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't co-sign the guy. I mean, as much as I may want to, um, I feel like he's not... I feel like I could I could definitely like beat this guy up. Yeah. I mean he has he has no business uh He's no Mr. Perfect, I guess is what I'm I'm trying to get at here. He's no Kurt Henning. <laughs> All right, well uh, I wouldn't even say he's Coco Beware. I wonder if he uh I wonder if Ty Awesome is still wrestling. I, I feel like he probably broke a broke a limb and is no longer no longer wrestling. Are you uh, looking this guy up? I am, yeah. Yeah, you see him? Um, let's see. Ty Awesome, pro wrestler, 2017 entrance theme and highlight video. Wow, this guy. <laughs> I haven't even seen that. This was a couple of years ago that I looked him up, so if he's got something. Let's see. He has a Facebook page, Ty Awesome, which, um, you know, looks like it uh, doesn't have a whole lot of, you know, activity and stuff going on here. He has, um, he has a home address on here. Uh, as well as not really a lot of information as far as likes or anything. Uh, Ty Awesome, 2017 entrance theme and highlight video. Ooh. This sounds like a generic create a wrestler theme like that you would use for your the guy that you make in like a, a wrestling video game. Mm-hmm. So here's Ty Awesome, off the top huh. ropes. I guess he's all right. I mean, he's he's 
He's doing some what some that? dives and flips and drop kicks and hits and chops. Yeah, these all sound like wrestling blocks. things. This is some sort of like vape niche or some sort of gang sign of sorts. Sort sort. I don't know, man. But we should, we should contact this guy and get him on the pod and maybe um you know, maybe exchange stories about having similar names. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. I mean, I feel like he's not big enough or he's not big enough to where he'd, you know, try to turn us down or big time us. He'd probably take <coughs> any sort of promo he could get. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Uh, but what if we got this this other awesome tie on a three way and I'm, that might just be too much. That three might be awesome. Ties. That might be too much awesomeness, <laughs> either too much awesomeness or way too much tie. Yeah, it could be either of the one. I don't know. I don't know if you could have too much awesomeness, so yeah, it might but, just but be definitely too much tie. Too tie, yeah, too tie. <laughs> uh, that would be insane, though. See, because it would be two awesome ties and one tie awesome. And I'm pretty sure I had the name before all these kids because they're they're younger than I am for once. I've had it for at least I'd say like 13 years. I've been going by awesome tie, mm-hmm. and I I mean. I don't think their body of work extends past that. Yeah, they don't even look much older than 13. Yeah. So you can't even really truly, you know, adopt a uh, a nickname or a or a pseudonym until you're, I'd say, 14, until you're old enough to decide what parent to right. live with. And clearly these children failed to do their due diligence when picking a name. Uh-huh. I mean, they didn't look up. They didn't do the, the Google or the, the Bing. <laughs> or all the search engines. Ask Jeeves. Yeah, that's something that we do all, all the time. All they had to do is search the name that they were picking. Yeah, anytime that I, you know, come up with a name for something, for a podcast or for a for an album or for anything, you got to Google it. You got to yeah. extensively search for this and make sure that nobody else has done it. Now for and kids don't care nowadays. Rogue Status, it actually turned up a defunct clothing company, and we made the, the game time decision to move forward with, you know, the clothing company having been defunct now for several years at the time. Yeah. We went ahead and, you know, decided that, okay, well, there's no present Rogue Status operating, so we'll go ahead and take the name, and it hasn't been a problem. But it's an open market. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of an open market... There is, uh, there is a bit of an open market, not quite, on marijuana in San Luis Obispo County, where we live locally. Um, this is, this seems more like a story for your show, but I'm gonna talk about it anyway, because we have, we've been blackballed in our area by our local government, and they say no recreational weed stores, even though you guys voted for it to be legal. Tisk tisk, not gonna happen. They're it's, like, you know what? Yeah, it's a democracy. It's a democracy to an extent. That's but exactly calm down. how they say. Calm it. down. They slap our <laughs> wrist. They say, don't get too excited. Mm-hmm. You can smoke your pot, but you can't buy it here. No, nope. you're gonna have to go out of your way. We're gonna make it real difficult to, you know, we're gonna put uh, wine in in every every store. Every restaurant, we're going to basically beat you over the head with the fact that you're in wine country where they, they make wine. Oh, don't forget, Paso Robles wine country. Hey, have you been to the wineries? Did mm-hmm. you know that there's wine tours going on? Oh, don't forget to stop at one of the wine tasting outlets downtown, conveniently located every single fucking building. Yeah. But no, don't, don't think about buying your weed here. No, ah, absolutely that, not. Yeah. Oh, you voted for that? Yeah, that's fine. It yeah. could be legal, but... 
you know, you can't you can't yeah, buy I it. I think we're gonna we're gonna refer to Jeff Sessions as opposed to the California voters. What, is, what does Jeff Sessions have to say? Maybe we should wait a little bit, uh, take the temperature of the room in maybe two three years mm-hmm. and reassess the situation, and then maybe if things have cooled off with Jeff Sessions, yeah, we'll we'll reconsider it. Because we all know that smart people don't smoke marijuana. Nope, they just drink copious amounts of wine. Yeah, that's right. I was um um. Just driving on the way down here, and there's that Hotel Cheval, like right by the yeah, police station, yeah. and they have um they're they're expanding, and they have this um this artwork that's like covering up their construction zone or whatever, and it's just like like little cartoons of like all these people like walking and doing different things. <coughs> they're all you know just going about doing you know flying kite that sort of thing, uh-huh. but they all have wine bottles or wine glasses in their hand. For whatever reason, and I just that that made me think on the way down here, like coincidentally that man, like they really want you to drink wine. Like that's if you live in Paso Robles, that's that's yeah. what you're expected to and, do. And think about like how normal that is to see. I mean, you looked at it and you saw it, and you know, in this certain light. Yeah. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, fucking wine country. This is a beautiful place. This is what it's like Yeah, here. they just had all these little all these little cartoon characters just, you know. But if you did the same thing, if you did the same thing with weed, and if everybody had pipes and bongs and were smoking joints and shit, then it would be a huge uproar. People would be like, oh, I don't want my kids to see that. But it, your kids can it, see everybody exactly. getting drunk. Exactly. And then, and then what? I bet there was a bunch of cars in the painting too, because everybody gets drunk and then drives from winery to winery, and they just mob on all these. Well, and also, highways. like this, this wasn't a wine business that was, that was yeah. putting this art. It's a hotel. You know, it's a hotel it's a, and a construction site. <laughs> so it's just kind of yeah. So so we opened up our first uh, our first marijuana store, like a brick and mortar store, and this is. 805 Beach Breaks in Grover Beach and they marketed this whole thing as Slow County's first marijuana dispensary opens. They had a huge party. There was music and barbecue. They had had Rome from Sublime with Rome. (laughs) Is Rome a person? Yeah. Rome is a one-man person. Yeah, Rome is a dude. Okay, I always thought that Rome was like a different band. He like Rome's like like the uh, he looks the, kind of like Sachi, and he he like took over as the singer of Sublime like years after the, their original singer died. He was like, "Hey guys, I'm not dead," and they were like, uh, "That's Sweet. basically yeah." Like the this you know the the original Sublime royalties I imagine started slowing down, and they were like, "Man, like our act really like died off before." The majority of our success was achieved. We really need to hit the road. We need a new singer. So yeah. I, I think uh, they, if I'm not mistaken, the story is that they saw him doing like a sublime cover on YouTube or something like that and just reached out to this kid and like made him the singer of their band. See, I like to think that, you know, the the remaining members of sublime that weren't Bradley. So I don't know who any of them are, but you know, the guys, the, the, yeah, all the sure. guys from sublime that aren't Rome or Brandy or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, I, I like to think that they went, you know, from city to city, like maybe they went Albuquerque, they went Dallas, Texas, they went to, you know, down here in, in, in the South and, you know, to, to shopping malls and auditoriums and high school gyms. And they held like a, uh, like an American idol tryout kind of thing. 
Like they did for that. They actually did that for um, Journey. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a reality show. No way. Yeah. And they put it on TV? Yeah, it was on TV. It was on like like, um, the CW or something like that. And like a little Filipino dude ended up who who sounded like oddly like the original Journey singer, like bizarrely. Okay, I I do vaguely remember this. Yeah, I think he still sings for Journey to this day. So, I mean, it's probably paid off for him quite well. That's crazy. Yeah. See, like, I don't know if it's better to do that as an old band to find a new person that can kind of sing like the original person. Like, because it's so hard to, if you do that, then you're never going to be, we got visitors. Uh, I think we're being, I think we're being locked in. Are we being sued and locked in? Doors open. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, like if you if you try to get this new guy, and if you do your old stuff, then it's not going to be the same. People are going to be like, "Oh, I miss the old Sublime." And if you try to do a new thing, then it's not going to be the same because they're like, "Why are you trying to do this new shit? You should do what we love." So it's like a yeah. weird catch-22, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know which one's better. I don't know if it's better to hold on to the old thing and try to capture that magic, that lightning in a bottle that you'll never have again, or if it's better to make something new creatively to add on to your saga, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I think... It's just ri- such a gamble. Right. I think for, in Sublime's case, like I don't think the... The other two dudes were doing a whole lot because, like, with Sublime's case, they kind of waited, like, a long time. Like, Sublime was, I mean, I don't know when Sublime with Rome came around, maybe, like, 2010. And mm-hmm. the original Sublime singer, like, died in, like, I think, like, 96. Sounds about right. So, there, you know, that's 10 years or so where they were just completely, you know, radio silent. They, yeah. they, they didn't, they had their chance to do do some new project and they didn't really do that, so... Yeah, they kind of just had the one, the self-titled album after. But, but they kind of did that with with Sublime with Rome because I think originally they were just touring with this guy, and then eventually they put out a couple of original albums, which I, you know, I didn't really listen to them. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't listened to to Sublime with Rome at all ever. As I thought that Rome was a whole other band. <laughs> I thought oh, that they yeah. were you two thought bands. Rome was the open band. Yeah, or like so, so. that they were just like traveling <laughs> together or something. Sublime with Rome. I was like, why do they always tour together? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sublime <laughs> with Rome. <laughs> so I had no idea. Yeah, but uh, Rome's a dude. Rome's a dude. He's like a much younger dude, which is kind of weird too. <laughs> so anyway, he was there, and uh, they did this whole opening for this dispensary in Grover Beach. And come to find out when you read the article and go all the way to the bottom, it's a medical dispensary and not a recreational dispensary. I saw the event like promoted, I swear, as a recreational event. I wonder how many people went down there and were uh-huh. shocked and pissed to find out that they could not purchase weed, even though they voted it, you know, going on almost two full years ago now. Yeah. They voted this law into fruition and. Yeah, and you got to go... Still no dank nugs, brah. (laughs) None. None. You got to buy them on the street like some sort of... Some sort of... Crack fiend. Yeah, and that's illegal, I'll remind you. That 
if you buy your drugs on the street. Yeah. It's illegal. You can only whenever, get gifted. Weed. Whenever I do buy my weed on the streets now, which is pretty much all the time, because I don't really use, I do use a delivery service, but I don't have my my weed light um, recommendation. It's expired. Yeah. So technically, it is. I'm I, I'm buying my weed on the black market. Yeah. Thanks to the local San Luis Obispo County government, Debbie Arnold, and not that Steve Martin, and. Mm-hmm. Very true. So. We're in this weird thing where they're like, oh, you're adults and you decided what's best? Okay, but not quite. And you have to get all the way down this article and to the, find out that it hasn't passed by the city. And see, what's bullshit is that everybody knows that the medicinal weed distribution is bullshit. Everybody knows that the majority of people who have their <coughs> card just paid $30 for it online real quick. Got it in about 15 minutes and have no real medical problem. They just paid, you know, the extra money to get their car renewed. Mm-hmm. Yet, they, they basically do it. I feel like they're doing it just to inconvenience people because they know that a lot of people won't go through the trouble. So, they're deterring the business and in the long run, cutting back on profits for, for people that could be making, you know, a lot more yeah. for their business. Very true. Bringing in a lot more tax revenue for the county, mm-hmm. for the schools. Won't somebody think of the children? Yeah, right. And I think that uh, <clears throat> I think it's just going to take time. We're in this we're in this spot where we're moving from weed being a demonized thing to being you know a cash crop that is accepted by everyone, just like alcohol, just and, like Visa. Yeah, accepted I, like Visa. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Uh, and then we got shit like this. Did you hear about the doctor in, uh, in San Luis that was, that just got arrested for over prescribing pain pills? Uh, no, I did not. This was, uh, I mean, this is happening. This happened here locally with us, but this is happening everywhere because we're in the, we're in the, the opium, opioid epidemic. As a lot of people have called it, uh, Donald Trump included, I believe. He's really upset about the opium yeah, epidemic. Yeah. And, you know, it's a huge thing that over, you know, the past like five years, like we've seen blow up around here. And yeah, big time. And there's, uh, there's this one doctor, Dr. Reese in San Luis Obispo at Reese Family Medical Center. And she was charged on, uh, like last week with six felony counts of prescribing a controlled substance for non-legitimate purpose. And she had sold to three undercover cops like a couple years ago. It's called the Reese family what? Uh, Reese family medical. R-E-E-S. I'm thinking maybe I I give them a call. Place place an order. (laughs) (laughs) Call him up. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I'm sure they're probably still open. They got to have some legitimate doctors there, right? Come on now. Hey, what's good? This is Big Rocks. I heard you was the plug. Sorry, what are you 
I heard you. I heard you was the plug. You, you catch my drift. You catch what I'm throwing your way. Yeah, I heard you can help me out with my uh, my uh, pain. Oh, okay. It's like that. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, um, go ahead and put me down on your your uh, waiting list. You don't have a waiting list. All right. All right. Well, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. In. I'll holler at you in person. All right. You just let you just let Reese know that that Fetty Rux is coming. Fetty Rux been. What? I don't know. I hung up. What did she say? She's not taking new patients. I think she's in jail. I'm pretty sure that she's in prison and that they are not, not talking about it. She. <laughs> She was so casual when you were like, I heard you could help me with my pain. She's like, oh, okay, well, uh, we're not taking any. I think that was all code. I think she was talking in code. Uh, well, they're still open. They're still doing shit. But this, uh, this lady, uh, old, old lady Reese, she's gone. So there's a lot of doctors that have been talking about uh, cause you know, they've been trying to figure out all these new different things to do with pain pills. Like they were talking about CVS was going to do like only giving out so many at a time. Like if you get a prescription of like 30, then you get like five and so then you have to come back tomorrow. I've been like, I don't know if you've ever seen anybody on Instagram. Um, you can f- kind of follow like, you know, like the people that are constantly posting like weed pictures of like all the weed they have and all uh-huh. the dab they have. Some of those kids will kind of cross reference it, but you, if you know, like if you stumble, you know, if you go far enough um, on Instagram, you're gonna start finding the the pharmacy kids yeah. that are they're just all posting pictures of of they have like full bottles, full like prescription pharmacy bottles of codeine like hundreds and hundreds of of you know whatever pain pills xanax and they're just like posting it okay i totally know what you're talking about because i i recently have stumbled into that there's like some hashtags that that they all use they're Mm -hmm. like talking about it and and they're just basically like stunting their pills yeah and their their pharmaceuticals and i'm just like um how do they get that like how do you yeah right their grandparents maybe no but they're they they have like a I mean, like, some sort of connection to where, like, they're getting it from, like, a pharmacy supplier. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, See, I know because I recently, there's there's this girl that I recently followed on, like, uh, on Snapchat. And she, like, would post, like, blunts and shit. And then started posting, like, one day she was, like, got bars, hit me up. And, like, a picture of a little handful of, like, Xanax bars. And then, like, a couple days later, she had, like, Percocets. Mm -hmm. And then she had, like, some Xanax, like, candy. Like, a little, like, sweet tart, like, gummy thing. And she was, like, five milligrams Xanax candy. Why does that that even need to exist? Yeah. And it was, and it was like, like you said, like, someone stunting, like, with their weed and their dabs and their dab rig only in this whole other world. I mean, I've had many, like, different drug habits throughout the course of my life. And I would say Xanax was, like, the worst one for sure. Yeah. Like Xanax was terrible. See, I like, like terrible, like, like, like the, har- the hardest to kick, like the most just like, like 
caused me the most problems. Like, I would black out. I would just be a complete fucking miserable person. Like, yeah. I could feel myself, like, becoming addicted to that quicker than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, everything else I've, I'd always been able to, you know, more or less do in moderation, whereas Xanax, like, it was good. And I think having the fact that it was prescribed to me by a doctor in the back of my head, even though I knew I wasn't using the, you know, like I was, I was taking it to get fucked up. I'm not going to, you know, even try to lie about that. But just the fact that, you know, it was given to me from a doctor, maybe my mind put it in my head that it was, you know, okay. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe, I mean, but still, I, I would just say like, I've, you know, I've done a ton of ecstasy and like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and list all the bullshit that I've done when I was younger, but yeah, but, uh, that's, that's something that I never, I never dabbled and got into. I never have done Xanax. Yeah, it's bad. So, I mean, I was, my thing is, my things are Norcos. That's my problem. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's me my, too. that's my Xanax. <laughs> I, I've definitely had my bouts with, um, I never really got like too into, the harder pain pills, but I've definitely taken, you know, my share of like lower dosage oxycodone. Yeah. And, and, you know, tons of Norcos and Percocets. Mm-hmm. But I never really had a problem like kicking it or anything like that. You know, like when I ran out of pills, I ran out of pills and yeah. like it wasn't like a big thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, whereas like I started like feeling myself when I would run out of, um, just really whatever benzo I, I had at the time, I would start, you know, like feeling yeah. horrible. Yeah, and that's no good. Nah, that's where you want to stop. And, you know, this was this was all the thing, like, when we were kids, but it seems like it wasn't, it wasn't as readily available, and it wasn't as much of a, you know, when you were a kid, you were like, oh, it's the weekend, get a couple Vicodins back before Norcos, it, they were Vicodins, and you would fucking pop those. And get all lurped out and smoke some blunts. And it was like no big deal. They would come around when they came around. And then now it turns into like, like it's the new, I don't know, like, like the new Coke. Like how you could always find Coke if you wanted Coke. Yeah. But now you could always find pills if you want pills. There's always some sort of pills out there. Seems like it. And these doctors, you know, because a lot of people are blaming the doctors, obviously, because doctors will, you know, misdiagnose. They'll, you know, kind of just be like, oh, yeah, here you go. Fucking and overprescribe and kind of treat the pain instead of treating the problem. You know, if you take care of the problem, then you don't need the painkillers. But they just give you the lifetime supply of painkillers. And these doctors are saying that it's not the medical side of things and medical practices it's actually just doctors like this it's dr reese that's providing everybody in the county with these pills so she had they said that she was seeing upwards of 70 people a day oh yeah we're not accepting new clients yet you're seeing 70 people a day yeah no longer accepting new clients is the thing but that's a trip man so maybe uh you know, I, I'd like to say that maybe that will change something, but I don't think it will. Yeah. I don't know. Donald Trump sure is mad about it. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> Did you know that Donald Trump supposedly never, like, like never taken a sip of alcohol or smoked pot or touched a drug in his entire life? I don't believe that That's, shit. I, I don't know that I do either. I mean, I'm, maybe I do, though. 
I, I don't know. I, I'm really not sure. I could see it being a complete lie. Basically, I could see anything about Donald Trump being a complete lie. And then I could also kind of see it being true. Yeah, it's funny that he's all like high and mighty, like I've never done drugs or taken a sip of alcohol, but I just fucking chug Diet Coke and suck down cheeseburgers all day. Yeah, and and he's basically a sexual predator. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't think that it gives him any sort of moral superiority over anybody. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like people that... uh it's like, you know, the whole argument is that drugs make you this deviant and this horrible person that Donald Trump had shown himself to be at times without the use of drugs. So it's like people that are religious that are like, you know, implying that if it wasn't for God, that they would be raping and murdering constantly and doing all of these horrible things. But, you know, God keeps them in I check. saw a, a chick. Um, last night she came into my work and this was a chick that was it was actually like really pretty like probably 10 years ago yeah and she came in last night in the middle of the night to rent a room at the hotel i work at and god i mean she did not know where she was she was strung out and she looked literally same age as me she looked i mean she looked how I would imagine Eminem's mom looks based off of like all the Eminem songs. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you have like a, a mental picture of what Eminem's mom should look like. That was that her. That's that how that she's lady? looking. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I'm just like, man, mm-hmm. do not do drugs. No. But it's like that shit is to a certain extent that shit is reversible. Like I've seen, you know, uh, there was, there's someone that I know personally, not like, not really that much anymore, just like on Facebook and shit, but that I knew back in the day that did a bunch of hard drugs. She aged like 15 years in like a two year period and started looking more like her mom and less like her sister and was just old as fuck and, you know, like just pits in her face and sores everywhere and all old and fucking stringy hair and shit. Looked horrible. And then, got sober and just like smokes weed now and looks like you know relatively normal like you could kind of tell that she did some drugs in her life but she doesn't look like all fucked up still sure she has you know clear skin has a full face again and fucking right well a lot of it has to do with the the um the face yeah because when you start like losing weight they say like um, the first thing to go is like your face, your face starts getting all sucked up. And if you're not like eating healthy and like exercising or whatever, you know what I mean? Like if it's, if you're losing like a natural weight, mm-hmm. like it's going to show. Yeah. So it's crazy, man. Yeah. And I mean, we've, we've grown up with it. We're like in, this was like a big meth area when we were growing up. Oh, shit. I saw another person. I'm not going to name him on the podcast, but another person we both know and, him and his chick, I saw them at Walmart, and they both looked super sucked up too. Charlie, no, <laughs> no, but along those along time. those lines, yeah, like, yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, drugs. Everybody, get off drugs. Yeah, get off the drugs, everybody, or, or learn to do them. You know, control yourself. Mm-hmm. Control yourself like a normal person. Go out, you know, have some fun. You don't need to be doing meth. Yeah. You don't need to be doing crack or heroin or you know everything's to- fine in moderation. Stick to the the kids stuff. Yeah, that's like uh, you know, you, uh, eat a fucking eat a McDonald's cheeseburger. They're delicious. 
don't eat McDonald's cheeseburgers for, you know, three meals every day, every, all the time. Right. You know? Yeah. You'll die. Pretty sure you'll die. Probably. Isn't that what happened? I, I don't know, though. My, my diet's horrendous, so I, I hope not. My diet isn't very far from the one that I've just said not to do. Yeah, I've been eating like <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. I've been single lately, so I've just been eating fast food constantly, three times a day. I try to go for, like, burritos and Mexican restaurants and shit a lot whenever I can. And greasy spoon diners for breakfast. So, I mix it up with actual food that's cooked in the most horrible way ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good transition. I heard this story um, about uh, Facebook and uh, and the addiction support groups that they have. Did you hear this story that, that happened with one of these? No, but I think this might transition well to a point that I wanted to make. So go ahead, go ahead. Sweet. Um, so they have all these different groups that, uh, Zuck the Cuck has been pushing lately, saying that he wants to get, uh, you know, so many millions of people to join meaningful groups in, you know, 2018 or whatever. And there was this group. It's one of the biggest ones for addiction and it's called uh, affected by addiction support group. And it's like an Al Anon kind of thing. Like for people that have people in their lives that are addicted to something. And this lady joined it. She lived in some, you know, rural middle America state. Didn't have a lot of people around to talk to that knew what she was going through. You know, small town. If you go, Hey, my son's on drugs. Everybody just goes and tells everybody. So she joined this Facebook group. And found a bunch of people that were, you know, going through the same thing that she was going through. People that could give her advice and help out and blah, blah, blah. Um, then one day somebody reaches out to her, sends her a Facebook message on her personal page. And it was like, hey, I saw your name in the affected by addiction support group. And I had this weird impulse to just reach out to you. Are you doing okay? Because her son had recently almost overdosed and died. So she responds to this person. And he he tells her that he wants to put her in touch with someone who he has come to love over the last 12 months. And she's a woman who helped me get sober and my life back on track. She's helped so many people and families. I honestly believe she is a miracle worker. She is my hero. So I want you to talk to this lady. I think she can help you and your son. Right. Like, this is what this group is for. We're all helping each other out, right? So she gets a call from this lady, Megan Calvert. And uh, she's part of a treatment center called Pillars of Recovery. And she starts giving this lady a sales pitch. So this lady realizes that it's a sales pitch. You know, tells her to fuck off. Uh, responds to the dude and is like, hey, like, what the fuck's your problem? Turns out he works for uh, Affected by Addiction, the group. He owns the blog company Addiction Unscripted, which owns this Facebook group. So he's like the boss. He's like up there somewhere. So he's kind of just some guy that's at home running this page. 
And what he did is he linked her up with Megan Calvert, who's a paid marketer for a treatment center. So she is trying to sign people up. She's like, hey, I need people that are addicted to drugs. He's like, hey, I have this Facebook group. And, you know, there's all these fucking sad moms in here. Like, let me send you to some of these sad moms. And he did it all like, hey, I want to help you out personally. And then it turned out that they were just trying to sell her this rehab center to ship her son out to, which she can't afford. So she was like pissed off about it. So she goes to log back in the next day. and She can't. She's booted from the group, banned by the admins, can no longer get the support that she was getting from these real people, you know, actual people that she would talk to. She would talk to them all day, all night. She had people to reach out to, friends that she had made, and now kibosh because she didn't go with the sales pitch and she didn't buy it. It's crazy. So they just cut her off. Oh, you're going through some shit right now and you don't, you don't have any answers? Find them somewhere else. And that's just like another way that Facebook is a business. It's not really a, you know, it's a, they call it a social network, but it's a anti-social network. What's your net worth? I'm doing slam poetry now. (laughs) (laughs) How does the net work? (laughs) Oh, man. All right. I got to play this. Uh, What was your point, though? Oh, yeah. My point is, like, just kind of, like, selfish. Um, I'm sick and tired of seeing all these people who are, like, addicted to drugs. Like, they get clean for, like, two weeks, and they get on... um, Facebook and like the fact that they're in recovery becomes their sole identity and that's all they talk about. Oh my and they, God. they just constantly post like, I don't know if you call them memes or what, but it's like, it'll be like, like an unrelated picture of like Bill Murray or two babies walking through flowers and it'll just have text over it, like talking about how they're in recovery and they were addicted, but they're clean right now and they're getting their stuff together and, and they're so much better than you and just and all their friends. And it's just retarded. And then, and then you can tell when they relapse because they'll be like, they'll be like six, you know, six months, maybe a year gap in their posts and they'll just, they won't, they won't be online at all. Mm-hmm. And then they'll get back and you'll see like, like they'll get back online eventually. You'll see like a hundred pictures of the kid that they probably don't have custody with. And then, and then yeah, more of the, <laughs> more of the same, you know, Hey, I may not be perfect, but at least I'm sober right now for a couple of weeks yep. like, type scripture. I fucking and, hate oh, it. A lot of, a lot of, um, religious yeah. quotes and uh-huh. stuff like that. It's like, Oh, Oh, you're religious now. Yeah. It's Where all was religious. Jesus two weeks ago when you were in the motel six, <laughs> right? Doing God only knows what <laughs> Jesus was not approving of that behavior. Mm-mm. You weren't, you weren't, you know, you weren't reading the Bible in motel six. I'll tell you that much. God, I fucking see all that shit too. And it's ridiculous. People get so righteous and so high and mighty. And it's yeah, like, and, and it's instantly. And then, yeah. And it's like, that becomes like all they're about. They're like, Oh, I'm in recovery. Like, Hey, 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 I'm, I'm recovering from addiction. It's like, okay, that's cool. Like, you know, what else? Well, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> Avengers? Like <laughs> say something, man. Like what? God, right. Yeah. It's like, and it will happen so quick. Like, like as I, I'd say even before they're technically sober. Yeah, you gotta have it. 30 you gotta days. have it out of your system. You gotta have that thirty day chip, big boy, before you get on Facebook talking about recovery. Yeah, they'll be like two weeks. I feel so great. I feel amazing, and you know I see all my flaws now and all these things that I did wrong. And you know everybody out there is you're blowing it, and I see clearly now thanks to God. 
and God really helped me out and blah 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 and it's like you're you're clinging to to this this thing that is first of all I don't think I should need to say this but non-existent yeah and second of all it's not going to help you that's not going to help you at all what you need to do is have you're not no one's ever going to get sober until you make a conscious decision of I want to get sober for myself that's how you do it I don't know if it's like the older that I get or if it's the longer that social media has been around but as times progressed like the less I want to share like on social media mm-hmm. about and like cuz you know you'll see people posting those those like um attention trap posts yeah. where they're like basically like posting something vague trying to get people to ask like oh what's wrong or you know trying to get like people's attention trying to get people to inquire about what they're talking about or, or even you know if even if they're not posting something vague and which just posting makes, their problems which makes me want to talk to you less yeah and it's <laughs> like i i feel like you know i've never been bad <laughs> with that but i feel like you know young, when i was younger even i would do that on occasion whereas like i keep my personal problems completely off social media now but i don't know where i was going with that people make it their whole <laughs> people make it their whole life yeah. put everything out there it's like i yeah i'll look at it'll be like this happened 4 years ago today and it'll be some sort of post that i don't ever say shit like that anymore mm-hmm. i don't ever bitch about shit i don't ever brag about shit yeah. I'm always just, yeah. I don't ever act like I got it figured out. There yeah. was a phase where I was like, oh, I got this shit figured out. Yeah. Y'all are done. Constantly and I'm going to just... tell you all about it. And yeah, I don't do any of that shit anymore. I mean, even even looking back like two years ago, like I was probably way too pushy about Bernie Sanders. <laughs> In retrospect, I don't know that Bernie Sanders even would have been that great of a president. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I mean, just compared to the the alternatives, it seemed like something really important. So I, I pushed that hard. Mm-hmm. I probably lost a lot of Facebook friends. Okay, let's hear let's hear this guy slam poetry about uh, <laughs> about it's called "Can We Autocorrect Humanity?" Oh, okay, I like this. <laughs> I see where he's going already. What the hell is with this fuzziness? Maybe I just need to like turn this down a little bit or something. Hold on, let me fix this fuzz. I wonder if I do line. Keep it down. A phone. Okay, yeah, I fixed it. Here we go. Did you know the average person spends four years of his life looking down at a cell phone? Kind of ironic, ain't it? How? How these touch screen? You got something? Yeah. You got something saying? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like long-term, long-term studies on, on how long people spend looking at their cell phones couldn't possibly have been done yet over a course of a lifetime because no. cell phones have only been around. I, I assume that what he did is like, he's, he's averaging. Yeah, he's still, like still, average. I mean, you gotta, there's variables that you're gonna have to consider, you know, like, what if, um, in, 15 years like cell phones are completely um obsolete because there's some other new thing like you know we can just like do shit with our minds or something yeah i think i I mean so he's jumping the gun with that with those numbers yeah right off the top i don't i think so too screens can make us lose touch how these touch screens can make us (laughs) lose touch (laughs) here we go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's no wonder in a world filled with iMacs, iPads, and iPhones, so many eyes, eyes closed. So many selfies, not enough us's and we's. See, technology has made us more 
selfish. Well, I gotta give him props for not throwing like a eyes closed. While he claims in there. to connect us, uh -huh. connection has gotten no better. And let me express first, Mr. Zuckerberg, not to be rude, but you should reclassify Facebook to what it is an anti social network. Oh, oh. got him. <laughs> <laughs> Cause while we may have big friend lists, so many of us are friendless. Oh, less. Oh, goddamn. This guy is dropping truth. Wordplay. All alone, cause friendships are more broken than the screens on our very phones. We sit at home on our computers, measuring self worth by numbers of followers and likes. Ignoring those who actually love us, it seems we'd rather write an angry post and talk to someone who might actually hug us. Am I bugging? You tell me, cause I asked a friend the other day, let's meet up face to face. They said, alright. What time you wanna Skype? I responded with You think that really happened? <laughs> no. No, but Skype has never been that popular. Nobody just assumes that we're gonna jump on Skype. Let's unless, meet up. unless like is he on the other side of the country? Cause yeah, that's a reasonable assumption. If he's in another part of the planet, yeah, yeah. what do you expect him to take a fucking uh, private jet to you? Yeah, then if you say face to face, then that wouldn't mean but Skype. But no, if, you're, if it's somebody in the same town, they obviously did not assume you meant Skype. Yeah. OMG, SRS, and then a bunch of SMHs, and realize what about me? Do I not have the patience to have conversation without abbreviation? This is the generation of media overstimulation. Chats have been reduced to snaps. The news is 140 characters. Videos are six seconds at high speed. And you wonder why ADD is on the rise faster than 4G LTE. But get a load of this. Studies show the attention span of the average adult today is one second lower than that of a goldfish. This is nothing new, man. Literally every generation has that 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 segment of older adults that are like super angry about the way the world's going and how things are changing and things are not the same as they were. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure like the 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 double O's had that, the nineties had it, the eighties and so forth, all the way back to um, probably the creation of time people have been upset about change yeah it's a it's a natural part of being a person but uh and when you think about it like he talks about all the time that we waste on our phones but has he factored in all the time that our phones have saved us yeah think about that i mean i'm not gonna sit here and try to break down every which way that i've saved time but how many times has it saved me from having to go find a calculator or saved me from having to, do, you know, this thing does fucking. Yeah. Or is, is it just a phone? Like, no, it's I mean, it's just a. I mean, think about if you just ordering something online that saves you from, you know, getting in your car, going to the store, getting it, waiting in line, driving back. Right. All that shit. Exactly. And then, you know, you could do that in five minutes on your phone and then you have that 45 minutes that you would have spent getting that thing. Did people in the Renaissance were they like, oh, think of all the the hours we're wasting from our lives churning this butter? <laughs> it's like, yeah. So if you're one of the few people who are aquatic animals that have yet to click off or close this video, congratulations. Let me finish my saying. Wait, what did he just say? If you're uh, one of the people or aquatic animals, I think he did. that haven't stopped watching this yet. 
war, aquatic animal Then that of a goldfish Wait So if you're one of the few people or aquatic animals that have yet to click off or close this video She's talking about the goldfish But I don't think that aquatic animal any type of aquatic animal is capable of clicking off of off of this yeah or understanding it really yeah i don't think that they can focus on I mean, so there's just a number of we're over two minutes in and he just said that you know uh a goldfish has a short attention span of nine seconds now uh a human has an attention span again again i'm calling bullshit on those numbers how do you measure a goldfish how do that's you what i'm saying scientifically right? measure a goldfish's attention span that's what i'm saying you can't you can't do it it's ludicrous here that's probably again based on averages so this guy is full of a this is an average he just averages everything out Let's see what else he has to say. <laughs> Yo, congratulations. Let me finish by saying you do have a choice. Yes, but this one, my friends, we cannot autocorrect. We must do it ourselves. Take control or be controlled. Make a decision. Me? No longer do I want to spoil a precious moment by recording it with a phone. I'm just going to keep them. I don't want to take a picture of all my meals anymore. I'm just going to eat them. I don't want... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so it's so ridiculous. It's fucking it's it couldn't he's be just, he's just like an old bitter man. Like yeah, that's it, what it, it couldn't like, be more preachy. And this reminds me of the people that we were talking about that are all high and mighty and sober. I feel like this guy spent a lot of time on his phone and then he was like, This is an addiction. I need to stop doing this. And then he cut himself okay, off and then he got super high and mighty. That's about great it. for you, but like I don't have that great of a memory. So <laughs> if I have a really exceptional sandwich that I don't want to forget. I have to take a. I have to take a photo of it, or I'm probably gonna yeah. forget it. And I need to hashtag where I got it. It's like that movie Memento. I need to like write it down on my skin, or I'm gonna forget it. <laughs> your Instagram feed is your arm, and you exactly. just, <laughs> you're yeah. etching it in. Yes. <laughs> and who, are the, who is this asshole to tell me that I'm wrong for that? Right. Yeah. This seems super preachy and way trendy. Like he took like every single trendy thing. And then made sure that like you wrote imagine, a line imagine being so angry about people using their phones that you decided to make a slam poetry song <laughs> and video and post it on YouTube. Do you think that he just had a girlfriend that was just always on her phone all the time? <laughs> and that was it. It was just one person. And then they broke up and he blamed it on the phone. Either that or he's trying to impress a girl who's like super like like this already. Oh yeah, that could be he's it trying too. to Yeah. He he like I picture like the girl being like something of a hipster and this guy just being like, like thinking like, what do I do to impress this chick? Do a slam poetry song about not being on your phone. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. What if he, uh, if you don't know anything about hipsters, you know what I mean? They're trying to impress, blindly impress some hipster chick. What do you, you know, like I could see that, like a reasonable, like everyday normie guy. Like, yeah, I'll do some slam poetry about, about not taking photos of your food. Uh, wait until Thursday. I'm so tired of performing in the pageantry of vanity and conforming to this accepted form of digital insanity. Call me crazy, but I imagine a world where we smile when we have low batteries. Because that'll mean we'll be one bar closer to humanity. It's making me check my phone. <laughs> Charge my shit. 
Oh, I got a full. I got a full charge, bud. Okay. Sorry. So this is uh, Prince Prince Ia or EA EA Sports. Um, he has a uh, YouTube channel, inspiration, creativity, music, with uh, two point two million subscribers. God, the world's stupid as fuck. And uh, I want to say. This is just like, wait, what? He makes videos, um, Trump versus aliens. Watch before it's deleted again. Before you get married, watch this. The best relationship advice ever. Eating one raisin for one hour. Wait, what? Mm hmm. Eating one raisin. For one hour. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad that you made it. Oh, so so this isn't slam poetry first. This this is just him giving me like advice. And and second, he talks like that, like like Hey, what's up everybody? Like almost like he's trying to be like kind of uh, preachy and inspirational. All the time. Oh man, this guy. Why, dude? Dude, <laughs> this video. Okay, look at this. I don't even want to look at this. He guy. fucking picked up this raisin. I think I already like can see where he's going with it. Like all of his stuff's really obvious. First, he's playing with it. Then he looks at it for a long time, and then he smells it. And then he's gonna bite a little and piece he's, of he's it. He's gonna symbolize monogamy for you know like. The duration of your life, or something like that. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, I get it. I Holy get it. Shit. I, I, I've weighed the pros and cons of getting married already. God, man, this guy's the worst. He really is. Mm-hmm. So these are the type. These are the type of people that are out there being predators and have Facebook you seen, groups. Um, have you heard of David Wolf? Uh, I that sounds really familiar. You go, yeah, dude, you gotta you gotta look up David Wolf. You'll see people sharing his shit all the time, like, and it's always like the worst type of people sharing his posts. <coughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've seen him. Yep. <laughs> I could see that shit. God, it's so ridiculous, man. The world we live in, it's crazy, and it's like, like. I don't want to sound like a dick, but <laughs> it's like, get a life. You know what I mean? Get a life. It's like, it should go without saying that the world isn't Facebook and that, you know, God isn't going to fucking make everything better for you. All these motivational speakers want your money and they want yeah. you to buy your books like their books. The only things you books. should be posting on Facebook are, are pictures of, I, I mean, we can, we can, you know, what pictures you should be posting is a topic for a whole other episode, but we'll just say pictures, mm-hmm. hopefully of like your dog or something cool that we want to see, um, content that you created, mm-hmm. um, and that includes like jokes, you know what I mean? Like if you want to be funny, that's fine, but like no complaining you really don't need to be. Sh- I mean, like, yeah, we don't need your your political opinion. Yeah, we definitely don't need that. We don't need your religious views. You know, you you shouldn't say anything 
on Facebook that you wouldn't come up to my door and say. Yeah. And you know what I mean? <laughs> before you hit share on the on that that post from David Wolf or or whatever other page, just really think like does everybody need to see this? Mm-hmm. Am I am I breaking the world a better place by 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 sharing this content? Yeah. Or, or this picture. And also learn to spell. I mean, and then and then while we're, while we're just picking apart people on Facebook here, I see a lot of people where they capitalize the first letter of every, every single word. word. It's like, how are you even doing that? Are you going out of your way? Like, like that's that seems like an awful lot of work to be completely wrong. Yeah, is there a setting where you can capitalize every... I, I just don't get every it. Every word starts I over? I just don't get it. I don't get it either, but I see that Bizarre. too. Bizarre. And it just seems like a lot of work. It seems like you have too much time on your hands. That's what I would say. But... It's because... They're in recovery. That's right. They don't have much to do when you're in recovery. You got to cut everybody off. Hey, man, I may not be perfect, and I may capitalize the first letter of every single word, but at least I'm sober. God's got me. That got too real. That's like a, that's like a specific person. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little too close. But, you know... Uh, if if you're if you're sober, that's fucking awesome. We're not saying that it's not good that you're sober. Are you sober as a gopher? <laughs> Are you sober as a gopher? That's awesome. All right, that's fucking great. I'm happy for you. That's good. Uh, I think that you know, the older you get, the more you realize that you should take care of your body. You know what I mean? And that that involves not doing a bunch of fucking hard drugs all the time because it ruins your body. Yeah. And I feel like one post is fine. Yeah. If you want to let everybody know that you're off the drugs, that's great. I encourage doing that. Just one. I just be like, hey, everybody, I just want to let everybody know I'm clean right now. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's it. You do not need to share anything else past that. Yeah. And you, and we don't need an updated reminder. We'll, we'll, we'll get our reminder when you show up at my work at 3 a.m. looking <laughs> for a hotel room, looking <laughs> like you don't know where you are. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it all breaks down to, you know, this, this gratification and satisfaction that you get from social media. When you, when you get this interaction with someone and, you know, you get those little dopamine drips when you engage with posts and when you post something that people like. And if you just do it once, like you said, that's going to pop. I guarantee you that's going to pop. You're going to get all oh, kinds yeah. of likes. You're going to get loves on it. You're going to get comments. Congrats. Little balloons will pop up. You do it up. every day. People are going to unfollow you. Yeah. And nobody's ever going to like it or anything. And it's just going to make you sad. It's going to make you put you more in this it's dark a, depression. Same thing as, as me when I, you know, the 2016 primaries were going and I was trying to convince everybody to vote for Bernie Sanders, even though, you know, I lived in a. California, it wasn't even, you know, going to decide that election. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what were we talking about? Facebook etiquette, man. Facebook Not being etiquette. a piece of shit on, on the book. Yeah, give it a shot, you yeah. know? And, you know, that goes for all social media. You know, share, share, share your life. If you're, if you're doing something cool, yeah. let people know about share, it. Share, share a friend's a friend's content or share <laughs> your content that you made the or only thing- support, support. The only thing that's okay to share and post is podcasts, YouTube videos that you create, like Awesome Ties Running From Air, the web series. Memes that you made or somebody you know made. Uh Uh-huh. Music. 
uh, you know, uh, show show dates and events, event blog, pages, whatever, something you made, your painting. I'm just listing be, be things. Fucking creative. I'm listing things that we post. Oh, so. oh yeah, just share our shit. <laughs> just share our stuff. That's great. Um, so that's uh, that's about it. That's all I got today. Yeah. You got anything else you want to throw in a catchphrase or something? Um. Straight and greasy like Jason Priestley. Yeah, what's the old one? What's the new one? Uh, I haven't I haven't come up with a new one yet. Well, let's do it right now. Um, I mean, the best way to do it is on the spot. So here, I'll I'll give you another count in. So I'll 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 kind of cue you up, and then you'll be ready to go and fire it out. All right. So that's about it. That's all I got today. Anything else that you want to add to catchphrase or something? Um, jazz time's over. Take a nap. Lie down. Natural habitat recordings.